0: verse 35 Um, the next day again John was standing with two of his disciples and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said behold the Lamb of God the two disciples heard him say this and they followed Jesus Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them what are you seeking He brought him to Jesus Jesus looked at him and said you are Simon the son of John you shall be called Cephas which means Peter um okay let's stop there what do you guys got anything you want to throw out
1: oh my gosh I love I this is one of my favorite passages in the Bible um, that specific portion that you just read, yeah. So, firstly, in verse 36, where it says, Uh, and looking at Jesus, he as he walked, he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. So, like, John's already said, Behold, the Lamb of God, but he chooses to say it again. So, it's like every time he sees him, it strikes that on wonder of. Oh my gosh! Behold the Lamb of God! Like guys, like this is this is him, and like as it should be for all of us. Um, Secondly, uh, it says, and then John stood with two of his disciples. The two disciples heard him speak, and they and they followed Jesus. Mm -hmm. So, the two disciples like this just shows the humility of John because the two disciples were John's disciples, and they just got up and left and went to be with Jesus instead of john as should every leader it's not about mm-hmm. being with that leader but it's about pointing to jesus in all things right. so when they're not about you but they're about jesus that's what it should be right and it shows the humility of john and what true leadership should actually look like of always pointing to jesus and being okay of like being that being the whole result of like i'm pointing to jesus this is who you are to follow not me mm-hmm. but jesus um and then secondly, well thirdly, uh so the two disciples uh heard John speak, uh, and then they followed Jesus. And Jesus turned and he's basically like, What do you seek? What do you want? <laughs> and their only response is, Where are you staying? So their response is simply, I want to be with you. Right. And because of that response of like seeking him with no ulterior motives of a genuine response of, I just want to be with you. That's when Jesus is like, come and see. <laughs> and then it's, it's funny because it's, then it says, then they remained with him. So it's when our mm-hmm. desire is to simply just be with him, that's when we remain. That's, that produces longevity in the faith is when our desire is to just be with him. Um, and then I think it's so funny how, then it points out how one of the two who heard John speak was Andrew Simon Peter and then he goes and gets Simon Peter so the result of being with him was produced this evangelism desire to go and get his brother uh and then it produced two two of Jesus's closest friends that one desire of simply wanting to be with Jesus and going after that and simply asking God where are you staying because I just want to be with you that produced two of the twelve disciples that changed the entire world um and Spread the gospel further. Um, I think that's all I got. That's awesome. I love this verse.
0: Taking <laughs> back on the point you made about um, uh, John's humility, um, you know, letting his disciples go off. I'm reading through uh, First Corinthians right now, and uh, in there, Paul addresses. There's Uh, I mean, the church in Corinth is very, um, immature still. They're very young in their faith. Um, Paul even says that, you know, he, he couldn't give them actual food because they weren't ready for it because they're still babies basically, um, in their belief. And, uh, one of the things that he, he addresses a lot in first Corinthians. Um, but one of the things he addresses is, um, specifically there's people saying, well, I'm, I am a follower of of Paul and then one is like, well, I'm a follower of Apollos and another still is like, I'm a follower of, uh, I think he says Peter. And then another's like, well, I'm a follower of Jesus. And Paul's like, no, like it doesn't matter. Like I don't matter, Apollos doesn't matter, which if you're not familiar, Apollos was another uh, teacher at the time. Um, You know, Peter doesn't matter. Like we're all just trying to point you back to Jesus. And I may uh, plant the seed and then Apollos may water the ground. Um, and then, you know, and so it's not about a specific teacher or a specific uh, ministry or um, anything necessarily like that. It's, it, it should all be going back to Jesus. Um, I saw a, a, I heard a quote the other day, um, and I actually almost ended up sharing it to the, the Facebook page, but I couldn't. I couldn't cut it down and get it to sound where I liked how it sounded, but not being like too long to share. I may, I still end up doing it. Um, but it was, uh, if I can remember without butchering it, um, whatever you draw people with, inevitably you are drawing them to. And so it's the idea of church, if you know there are, there are good things that we have in church, that can be beneficial for the people that are in the church body. Um, you know, a, a good kids' ministry is one. Um, you can have good worship, that's one. Um, you can have, I mean, greeters that are at the door that are smiling and, and all that. But <laughs> if that is your main focus, then instead of those things drawing people in in order to draw them closer to God you're drawing people in to draw them to good music or you're drawing people in to draw them to their kids having a, a cool experience on a Sunday morning or, you know, whatever. Um, and so, the, and I think it's, it's really, really easy to get to the point where we almost put uh, ministry or, um, you know, whatever we feel our calling to or, or things like that at a level where they are even above uh god or above our relationship um you know i it seems kind of crazy but i've i've i hear people talk about it frequently that are in ministry and i've heard uh, uh i've seen some people that have dealt with it themselves too but the idea of even actually having your your ministerial role as an idol above god um it, it's something. It sounds really weird, but it's it's. I would say even above just possible. I think it's common, yeah. Um, especially in the the church in in the West. Um, but no, that that stuck out to me that uh, you know Paul was uh, even later on down the line. Um, Paul is still you know calling that out, and then we still see, like I said, in the church today, calling that out. Like there's so much about. <laughs> you know, I, I really like this teacher. And so anyone that says anything negatively towards him, I'm going to come out against them and talk about how horrible they are or vice versa. Or, you know, I really like this guy. So I'm, I'm going to, whatever he says, I'm going to defend him. Um, but I mean, you ultimately you should be a follower of Jesus and you should be taking everything that these other people say, um, us included back to the word, um, and, and, and challenging it there. Um, you know, I don't want people to be a, a follower of, of, uh, of Jesse, or Aubrey, or Jess, or Tiffany, or basically Biblical, or, or anything like that. I want to make sure that we're pointing people to Jesus in everything that we're doing. Um, like we see throughout the Old Testament, like we see John do here, and like we see Paul do later on, and uh, yeah. Did you have something you were going to throw on there? Yep. Okay. Jess, Aubrey, Anything?
2: Well, I was just going to talk about um, the testifying part. Uh, John didn't say, like, come follow Jesus. All he said was, look, behold, the Lamb of God. All he did was testify to or witness to right. who Jesus was. He didn't say, come follow him right away. The, the disciples heard who he was, and they followed him right away.
3: Um, he didn't try to convince them of why they needed to. He just who the person was. That is good. I like to always mention, and I know most people know this, but, well, I say that, um, but Cephas also means rock. And so Jesus translated or changed Peter's name to rock. And that's always been kind of cool to me because what you a lot of times hear about Peter, the first thing people hear about is him denying Christ three times. And so, like, Jesus changed his name already before he even became, you know, the the peter that everyone hears about later um the one that you know the catholics say basically created their church um (laughs) i know you have mixed thoughts on that but i'm just saying like he's a very known figure uh but at this point he was not this was before he denied jesus but jesus knew it was coming and he still named him
1: that before he changed does that make sense yeah i think it's cool how I think we had talked about this a little bit um, in a previous podcast of some sort. I'm not sure which one, but um, I had mentioned what one of my uh, roommates had uh, posted about um, how we don't really know ourselves until we know Jesus because we're made in his image. Right. So we're never going to find our identity until we find him. Um, And so just like Peter, like, he didn't receive his new identity in Christ until he met Jesus. Right. He didn't really find out who he really was. He didn't find out, like, man, like, I'm actually a rock in him um, until he met Jesus. Yeah. And so, like, he was kind of lost until at this point when Jesus is like, this is your new identity in me. Right. That's good.
0: All right. Verse 43. The next day Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. Jesus saw Nathaniel coming toward him and said to him, behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered him. Oh, I lost my spot. Jesus answered him, before Philip called you, uh, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered him. Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. All right. And that is the end of chapter one. I think it's... So it can be kind of difficult, I think, to get if you're just reading through because, I mean, you're you're just like, so you're just reading conversation back and forth. Jesus said, Nathaniel said, Jesus said, Nathaniel said. Um, And so I think it can be difficult to do, but I think it's it's important and I think it can get you more out of what you're reading with this um, asterisk you need to be careful doing so. But I think it is, it can add a lot of benefit using your imagination some while you're reading and actually trying to picture some of the scenes that are being described. Right. Um, so like, the, and this is a, a small kind of example of that. But, uh, and what we read here when uh, Nathaniel's first told about he's from Nazareth, he makes a comic, can anything good come out of Nazareth? And I think that's, um, I mean, obviously that is kind of a, a slighted comment towards the uh, area of Nazareth. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's uh, in jest or if it's a uh, uh, serious or anything like that, but I, I think it's good to see those conversations as conversations and kind of um, picture it a little bit, even maybe give the people a little bit of personality um, so it's not just reading words off of the page.
3: Well, I always picture. But I can't read anything without like picturing it. Like I have to put put the people there.
2: Yeah.
3: So then when but now, since I've watched The Chosen, that's what they all look like. Like that was not what they all looked like before in my head. But but it is now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, you guys For have sure. anything else you want to touch on there before we start uh
3: Oh we gotta discuss Nathaniel. Chapter
0: two. Okay, well let's discuss Nathaniel then. We
3: just read it. We didn't do any discussion. What do you mean?
0: Okay, let's discuss.
3: <laughs> I mean he discussed like can anything good come from Nazareth? I've always thought that as like a can anything good come from Nazareth? Kind of like I would have been growing up with Fitzgerald Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Um like what? Uh I have always been that way and which i think makes it more powerful because that goes back to show like jesus's humble entrance to earth like he came from a town where people Mm -hmm. were like what nazareth um so i definitely feel like that's intentional there and then um Mm
2: -hmm.
3: oh of course you know i mean it's self-explanatory when you read it and pay attention but Jesus makes sure to tell him, like, you believed because you saw, because I told you I knew what you did. But, you know, it talks about in the Bible how, like, blessed are those who believe without seeing. And that's what that's kind of reverting back to. Like, we should, um, in today's society, especially when so many people are so against the word because they don't have proof, the word itself is literally prepared for that. They know people are going to struggle with believing without seeing. So Mm -hmm. obviously, Mm -hmm. Nathaniel even
2: saw Mm -hmm. Jesus
3: face to face, and still was like,
0: you know. And so, to to kind of jump on that point real quick, um, I think uh, it's the idea of faith, specifically, I would say in like America today, is not really great it's not actually the faith that's talked about in the bible um so faith is not a belief in something that lacks all evidence uh just completely as a lot of people describe blind faith um i actually did a uh so we're getting ready to move Uh, we're staying with my parents right now um and my my dad's a pastor his church is doing uh they're going through different books of the Bible and just doing, like, a verse-by-verse, verse, like, study. And uh, my dad was out of town uh, yesterday, Wednesday, and so he asked me if I would fill in for him. and they were just starting Hebrews 11, the Hall of Faith. Um, and so I kind of intro it, talking about that, that the whole idea of faith in the Bible is not this blind faith that has no grounding in anything evidential whatsoever, um, I compare it actually more to if, if I get on an airplane and I'm, let's say I'm leaving from uh, O'Hare in Chicago and I'm going to land in, uh, yep, Reppin, Jess, uh, except you got a St. Louis Blues sweatshirt on.
2: I know, don't even, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say it. <laughs> so so That's let's,
0: embarrassing. Say, let's say I'm leaving, uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's covering it up. Let's <laughs> say I'm leaving from... Uh, I'll just, in the editing, Jess, I'll just put like a random block there so you can't see.
2: Okay, I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> so let's say uh, uh, I'm leaving from O'Hare in Chicago and I'm flying down to Atlanta and um, you know, I when I get on that plane I have faith that I'm going to make it to my destination. Now, it's not completely blind faith. I have faith based on a reasonable amount of evidence. I've seen a an airplane go before. I've seen one take off. I've seen them land. I know people that have been on airplanes before. I've been on airplanes before. Um, I have a, a general understanding of the physics that are involved to make an airplane take off and stay in the air and then come back down and land safely. Um, I have a general understanding of the training and everything that a pilot has to go through. And so with that, yes, I have faith in the pilots and their abilities and the plane mm-hmm. and all that, but it's not faith lacking any evidence. Um, and just like with the Bible, there there is a, a lot of evidence out there um, for, I mean, the, the existence of a God uh, by itself, but then if you look at the different religions there's no religion that has any type of evidence anywhere near what we have for the, the Christian belief. Um, if you're curious curious about that, I just butchered that word, uh, we do have a, uh, I think there's three videos in the, the series um, I did about how we know the Bible is true. Um, you can actually, I will link those in the description but I break it down going through that, just the, the evidence that's there. Um, and it's not something that you have to take just blindly. There is, there is an aspect of it that you have to believe without being able to see completely. Um, but there is evidence that, uh, you're, you're making it best educated guess you can with the evidence that's there. Um, so, or right, you guys yeah. go ahead. I went off on a tangent. Well,
2: the the scripture even supports that. Cause, um, Philip told Nathanael to come and see for himself. Yeah. It wasn't just like, like you said, it wasn't just blind faith. He said, yeah. come and see. And then finally, um, or Nath- er, yeah, Nathaniel was like, Oh, you are the King of Israel. You are the son of God.
0: So we even see with, um, uh, with Jesus after he raises Lazarus from the dead, um, there's a part, I don't remember what town he's in, but uh, the religious leaders of the day say specifically that they're going to, like that they, they, they're they going after Jesus already, but they hatch a plot to come after Lazarus too. Now, why would they come after Lazarus? Well, it's because Jesus was taking Lazarus around with him. Um, I mean, if somebody dies, they're dead for three days, and then they come back to life, That's going to be pretty significant, even without the technology that we have today, that's going to spread by word of mouth pretty quickly. And so I imagine Jesus is walking Mm -hmm. out with Lazarus. He's talking to people and he's saying, hey, the stories that you heard about this guy getting raised from the dead, that's this guy over there. Um, And so even Jesus brought along evidence to show what he did.
3: Lazarus is dead for four
0: days. Sorry, not three days. Just
3: don't want any heresy there.
0: But uh, I think Jesus was bringing along evidence to show Good one. what what he had done uh, to to back up the claims that were being made. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should be willing like to do the same. And and everything that yeah. we believe, I think we can re- relatively back up. Yep.
2: Well, what a guy too. like. He brought evidence because he knows how we are sometimes. (laughs) He knows that sometimes we need
1: to see, Mm -hmm. to believe. Right. Just like when Thomas was like, uh, well, I want to fill the holes in your hand. Jesus wasn't like, no. He was like, here, fill them. Mm -hmm. You know, like, (laughs) he does, you know, give us what we need in those moments, which is wild. Like, why why would he do that? But it's his grace and mercy Mm -hmm. (laughs) to give us the (laughs) evidence that we need because we lack such faith Please. so
0: i thought you were going somewhere
1: well i think it's cool also how
0: yeah do what I, I was just gonna say i thought you were going somewhere completely different with that oh. because i thought you said and like when hummus was like and i'm like <laughs> oh. an interesting analogy
1: no i wasn't uh. um, no <laughs> i was also gonna say how i thought it was really cool how um nathaniel says how can anything good come out of Nazareth? Yet Jesus still meets him. <laughs> right. I'm like, bro, someone said that about me? <laughs> no chance that you're going to meet me. Absolutely not. <laughs> but yet yeah, Jesus still meets him in his grace and mercy and shows his intentionality um and his compassion uh for us even when we really fail. Yeah. Um and also thought, I thought it was cool how in the end in verse 51 he says you shall see the heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. He's like, you know what? And I am Jacob's Ladder that you heard about and read about right. in the Old Testament. Um, we just So there. he's like even reassuring, like, you know, like, first, like, you're going to come and see. Um, now I'm going to show you that I knew where you were. Now you're going to see greater things. And I'm Jacob's Ladder yeah. um, in the Old Testament that you've been reading about. Right. Wow. That's awesome.
0: Hey everybody, I hope you enjoyed that video. We release new content every week, twice a week, once on Tuesday and once on Thursday. So don't forget to like and subscribe so you will always see the newest content we have coming out. If you want to, you can check out a playlist that's down here and it'll take you into another video of ours that we think you're probably gonna enjoy. Thanks, God bless.